So, and then, so on top of that too, so, we, and we've been talking about what's been happening in the Matrix. Yeah. Not necessarily in the real world where, you know, uh, the Squiddies mm-hmm. are coming. <laughs> and they're on the ship. Yeah. EMP is charged. Electric magnetic pulse is charged. Right. That's going to that's gonna kill every electronic thing in the radius. Like, and they're in the ship. Right. And that means, like, since Neo is out there, plugged in still, if they hit that pulse and knock everything out, he's going to be disconnected and dead. And he's going to die. <clears throat> and it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, wait, we have to wait. We can't do this yet. But, and then the belief that regardless that this man is still the one mm-hmm. and we have to risk it. Because mm-hmm. we could have been pulled in. Right. But he's still in there. He needs right. that exit. Right, right. He could have been pulled in. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so when she starts talking to him, Wait, you know, wait, 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 wait. So, so he got he got like two shots, two or three shots at first, and he's still up. He gets shot some more, and he, he backs up and hits the wall, and he's still getting And then Agent Smith is just unloading on him. Yeah, he just, just keeps un- shooting him. Unleashes shooting the magazine. Because for a while there, he was still standing up after he got shot all those times. He was still up for a while. You know, he got unloaded on, and he ended up dying, and then everybody's like, and, Yeah, everybody's what does this mean? Like, what does yeah. this mean? He, he flatlined. Yeah. Yeah. Flatline. The one that has flatlined. Yeah. And, and then, Morpheus is, is just in a state of shock. Yeah. You know, but that's the deal. So Morpheus doesn't, even though Morpheus knows, you know, what the one is capable of, right. he doesn't fully understand how the one comes to be. Right. Remember, he said that uh, there was a man who, un, uh, who unplugged him, who mm-hmm. set him free, but he never really fully knew how he came to be. So, yes. And then the circle bit back to the to the oracle who says, I don't know what you're waiting on. Maybe the next life. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> so like, yeah, you're like, wait a minute, what? Wait a minute. We've been watching <laughs> tell this man this whole two hours that he's about to be the one and, and they just killed him? Like, come on. Uh, something this ain't right. Right, right, right. This ain't right. Right. You know, this this something is not right here. Right. And um I mean, to see Trinity, like, just talk to him mm-hmm. and then kiss him Express and breathe yeah. life into him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, you know, to me, that's powerful on a whole other level because, you know, that's that true intimacy piece where it's like, I'm, I'm for me to confess my love and tell you, be open, be vulnerable, and to use my force. Because, again, I keep telling people, Trinity is one of the most badass chicks in film history because she's, like, unafraid. Mm-hmm. She's she's never like shown fear, like you know what I'm saying. Until like you know number three at the end, but you know she's never really shown fear. And so for her to like just be open to tell him like, you know I love you. She breathes life in him, and then she says, "Now get up." Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people don't know, man. Sometimes it takes for that strong man or whatever. It takes his woman mm-hmm. to breathe that life into him, right. give him that passion, give him that fire. Yeah, you know, of course, you can already have that stuff, but sometimes you might lose it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you might, you know, be down or whatever. And it takes that special woman yeah. to come in, your woman to come in and breathe that life back into you. Yeah. And she did. Man. Brought him back to life. Man, that was incredible when he got up. Whew. And then, and then they, he just looked right, like, huh? <laughs> like, wait a minute. 
And they had the nerve, all three of them tried to unload on him. And he says... And then, no. he, and then he said, yeah, he says no. And then those bullets just slow down. Puts the arm out and stops him. And everything that Morpheus had told him at that it point. To, it comes to a stop. He's like, remember, remember when you said that conversation? He's like, so what are you yeah. trying to tell me, Morpheus? I, I can dodge, dodge bullets? bullets? Yeah. No, Neil. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you, you won't, won't have, have to. to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You won't have you to. You won't have to. And that's just where he was at. When you're ready, you won't have to. And he didn't have he to. Picked, when he when he slowed him down and stopped him. Yeah. And then he he picked the one out of the group, looked yeah. at it, dropped it, and then just tilted his head. And, tilted his head. <laughs> and, then and they just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then you know, Agent Smith runs up to him and tries to fight him. Neil did not move. He stood right there. And at first it was it was crazy because Neo was doing the two hands and then he like started having this realization he didn't even need two hands anymore. Fighting with the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was he was looking at his nails and stuff and yeah, just... he's like <laughs> like just fighting with the one and then did that yeah. super kick. Right. Right. And right. then did the run and uh you know, jumped into yes. Agent Smith. Yes. And destroyed him. Man. And then he, so and then, so here was the craziest part though. So after he destroys him, he, you know he's like affecting the matrix around him. He, he takes a deep breath that that kind of releases. He flexes. <laughs> yeah, he flexes right. And yeah. then he looks up at the other two agents, and they run off. He bit the matrix. He didn't bend the spoon. He bit <laughs> the matrix. He bit. The Matrix. <laughs> he bit the world. Yes, yes. You run. Yes. That's what you do. Yeah. You run. And they knew to run too. That he was the funniest thing. The ultimate spoon. He bit like, the world. Wait a minute. If if uh, if he did that to him, imagine right. what he can do to us. Like. Right, right, right. He's the yeah. best of us, and he got taken out. So. Right, right. But another thing, too, that was cool, too, like you said, like he had died, and then Trinity, you know, professed her love and kissed him, told him to get up, and he got up, and he woke up to see with new eyes. He saw mm -hmm. truth. He saw truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth had to be shocking because it was just nothing but lights and numbers and... And the Matrix. In oh, the Matrix. The code. He, he, he saw, saw the, the truth. Code. The code. That's it. The truth. He saw the truth of it. So he had brand new eyes to see things for what they were. So he woke up seeing truth. Yeah. And that was just a powerful thing. Like he would yeah. he would never be the same. He can't even feel intimidated or, or feel ways about things when he knows what it was made of. There's no, there's no fear. I see you for who you are. Yeah. I can treat you different. I can read that. <laughs> totally accepted that it's a computer generated right, program. Right, right, right. I see these codes. I, I know yeah. this now. It's not foreign language. I don't have to be afraid right. of it. I know for you to get here from there to here, I know what those steps are. Yeah. He had the key. <laughs> he had the key. Oh, man. That, that's, oh, that movie's powerful. They, so, I mean, you know, he gets out. He gets the exit. They hit the EMP. Yeah. They have the kiss in the real world and the ending though mm. where he picks up the phone so you just you know you see the, the the matrix and then you hear his voice you hear him start talking 
And he's not even calling anybody in particular. He's just talking because he knows they're going to trace him. Right. They have the trace. He's like, I'm not hiding anymore. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. Right. You know, I'm going to show these people that they, they have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's like, where we go from there is a choice that I leave to you. I was like, ooh, and they hung up the phone? Mm-hmm. And, and walk out the phone booth and pull the Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and looked up when he talked about. I remember seeing that when I was like back in '99, and I was like, he looks up, and I'm like, oh, what is he about to do? You know? And then looks at the camera. He looks up and then looks yep. back at the camera, and then they just show this aerial view. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's the end of the movie. Like that's weird. And you see, well, actually, you hear. Uh-huh. You hear the, hear the jacket the takeoff. Yeah, you hear the jacket and you hear the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. You hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you, just, you see it. it sweeps across the screen. I'm like, ooh, whoa, that's crazy. And then they play Rage Against the Machine. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, man. It, that movie on so many levels, man. I would see that with my mama four times. She loved it. That was a, that. That movie is an experience. Like you just mm-hmm. took people that you that you respected, that you thought highly of. Like, hey, man, you got to get in on this good deal, man. This, yeah. You got to come check out this Matrix. You got. <laughs> if you ain't seen it, let me let me bring you let me bring you in. <laughs> but what is so funny to me is that there were so many people, and still people to this day, that just don't get the movie, and I don't understand. Cause it seemed like it was just so broken out so clearly. I, I, I'm shocked that there's people that actually, like they, they were confused and don't get it. It throws me off, man. Like I'm always shocked when I hear that. Like I didn't understand what's going on that, man. They were this and then this happened and I, I didn't get it. You know, I think at some point too, like you have to, your mind has to be opened to be able to accept what the story is and what <laughs> it can be. And so if you're not at that point and one, you're just, if you're just, if you're that type of person that's just like a movie goer, yeah. right? Like you're just a movie goer. Like I just like to see the lights and the explosions and the blah, blah, blah. I don't like to read between the lines. I don't like when I'm doing this analytical piece, like like we're watching this King Kong and King Kong saves this white girl all the time or, mm-hmm. you know, and all these people of color, but they was white, they was at life. Like all that kind of stuff. If you're not that person that likes to see all that, or if you're just not that person that does it, you are simply a moviegoer. I don't know if you, you know, you want to see that. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, to take it to the next level, to even start to to believe in this could potentially be real, then there's that cognitive dissonance piece where <laughs> you are telling yourself, no, this is not real because you don't want to accept that it can be because that would shatter the, the very, like, fabric of reality that you've been conditioned to be in for your whole entire life. You got people 40, 50, 60 years old that have seen it this way and to even potentially think of it like this is reality shattering for them. So it's just better to just not, you know, that movie was, you know, it was just a great movie. You know what I'm saying? I love the the way they did the the back, you know, all, and that was just it, you know, so. I was trying to be funny, but racism. Oh, <laughs> yes, very much so. Systematic. <laughs> I agree exactly what you're saying. I, I, had, to, I had to throw that in there because that's the, I think that's the logic for that too. Like you said, that's definitely well put. And to be honest, 
to me is like it's like one of my favorite movies and it's, to me it's really it's almost damn near a perfect movie and and i always wonder like what if will smith would have did that i don't think the world would have been ready for all that going on with a black lead. I don't think they'd be ready. <laughs> just, just imagine the power and the reach and the, you know, the, the massive things that Black Panther did, mixed in with the Matrix and that side of it too. It, it had been too soon. Mm-hmm. It, 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 had been, it had been too soon, you know? Just yeah, I, I, I don't think they were ready for, you know, I mean, we, we were just getting off the heels of Amistad. Uh, right. You know, so to go from you know, Amistad to, wait a minute, you're saying that Will Smith or a black man is figuratively the Jesus that we, you know, this Messiah person that's going to save everybody? Just for, you know, conversation. Uh, what if, and not even necessarily Will Smith, what if Neo's character was, was a black person like they intended? Do you think that would have changed anything? The story probably would have been the same, but do you think it would have changed how it was, um, how people felt about it? Do you think they would have changed society in a way to see that kind of a character in that kind of a situation or? I think one, I think it would have needed to been Will Smith because nobody at that time had like that Will Smith kind of stardom where he was, you know, black people loved him because he was black, but white people loved him because he was like, you know, wholesome black, right? I mean, he's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he was doing Bad Boys, so, you know, he could, he could been, you know, he can walk in both lights. So I think it would have had to have been someone like a Will Smith to play that role, so it'd be good. Um, but if it was a black person, I don't know if it would have been received as, as much. Um, particularly, especially particularly where it, because you already had Morpheus and then you had the Oracle, I don't know if it would have been good to be Will Smith because then it might have been looked as a black film. You know, and so that might have changed things too, because you know it's a black film. So they were saying if they would have made Neo Will Smith, then they were thinking about somebody like uh, Val Kilmer for Morpheus. They would have changed Morpheus. Yeah, right. And that that would have been better, because then it wouldn't have been a black film. Like you know, what I'm saying, uh, or I should say, I, I'm saying for for marketing pieces. Or no, no, I understand. No, no. Yeah, yeah like nothing wrong with black films at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, I mean, it would have had to. It would have had to been like that for, for that piece but I mean I think ultimately like I think I think you know I think Keanu Reeves did great you know um back and that was and that was really in particular when everybody really just saw Keanu Reeves as a white person not as an admiration honestly like you know now he's like more so in touch with his admiration side I mean with his with his Asian folk you know side too and he's been in a lot more you know Asian folk Asian Asian movies Mm -hmm. um so it works even better for him, but back then he was strictly white, you know. And so I think it, I think that worked out great for him. Um, and the, and role. the fact, even also too for that role, he was very unassuming. Like I said, if he was right. known as an action star. Then you know, like if he was John Wick playing Neo, then it'd be like, oh yeah, right. I expected, I expected. <laughs> right. Since it was like I said, since it was somebody unassuming that you you know surfer dude and kind of you know for him to kind of do all that stuff was kind of like wow. And I think yeah. that. My only issue with Will Smith would have been would have been the fact that I would expect him to be able to win. I wouldn't. I don't see him as being humble enough or or being a person who wouldn't have believed in himself. Even though in real right. life he might not have, but you need somebody that you believe don't believe themselves. And I'm like, right. well, yeah, you're Keanu Reeves. I don't believe you either. Right. <laughs> Until you kind of go through the journey and like you know. So for a movie like that, I think it would have been a great for either somebody like Keanu or an unknown person. Just because yeah. you would need to not have the extra swag 
in there too. You kind of need it not there so you could go the journey versus just knowing, hey, this person got it already. I to think me. you would you would have needed either like a person like that if they were white, or you would need a Will Smith to play it if he was black. No, I know, and you just and you I, said why, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if it, if it was black, but I mean, yeah. No, they 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 they. I think they did that film perfectly. I don't think the Matrix could have been any better. Yeah. Um, as far as like casting, I mean, it was just. I mean, Agent Smith was just. <laughs> just perfect i mean for for him to be you know agent smith i mean and he that that agent smith led him to be i mean agent smith was in like three of the biggest trilogies like of all yeah. time the matrix trilogy lord of the rings lord of the rings trilogy and then he was yeah he did the voice for megatron okay. in all of the transformers except for the one with the dinosaurs because that was like a different type of megatron or something okay but anyway um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, I just think it couldn't have been any better. I mean, just... yeah, man, I watched that movie. I never fast forwarded. I always, I still get caught up on the same parts and stuff. It just like it's just, just, just a well done movie, and I just really appreciate it. I'm glad I saw it when I saw it. I'm glad that, you know, because sometimes I'll be feeling like you see certain things, like you miss your opportunity to see it. Because sometimes you need to see it at a certain time for it to resonate with you correctly. And, yeah, and I'm I'm like you know because I got like Star Wars and stuff. I didn't see it in the theater, so I didn't. It was it will never be the same for me as it was for the person who was at the right age and saw it in the theater. And yeah. I, I'm so glad I saw the Matrix when I did at the age I did because I I kind of needed it in a way. And um, even though I showed it to my daughter and and she's in, she enjoys it because I enjoy it and she gets it and I, and I like to share movies with her. I know it's not going to be exactly the same, so I just be hoping I catch certain movies when it was the moment for them so I could really just get the full breath of them because sometimes you need yeah. the, the, the timing is, is, is important too. So it's a, yeah, no, man. a gem of a movie. Definitely a gem of, of a movie. I think, you know, we would, we would probably have to section off like and do like a, like we would probably need to do like a, a two and three <laughs> in its own conversation, two and oh, three yeah. together. And yeah. then also think that we and in that as well to do an animatrix oh yeah conversation too because all of the context that came about in that film just even just the just the, the revolution one i mean mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean but you know and then again you know so because we're talking about this first one and they go back to the lady who wrote the story you know you know she's she she wrote her story spawned the Matrix and the Terminator, Terminator. Mm -hmm. and so you know, and all those are connected. So it's the those yeah. you know they're all connected. So so it was weird because Will Smith didn't star in the Matrix, but then he stars in iRobot, which is basically the it's part of beginning it of the Matrix. Yeah, that's how it. literally the Matrix started. Um, and so you see a little bit of that in the Animatrix too. So probably the, you know we have to touch base on that one too. Like, whoa, like that's his own yeah. conversation too. You know, for sure, so. for for sure. Just because it's yeah, it is a lot going on in that, and um, it's very interesting how stuff goes. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting how stuff goes. But yeah, for sure, I definitely would enjoy a conversation like that with her because I, I thought that was. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot with that, and it's just yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. two, I, I think, we would need yeah, we would need to do uh, one on two and three, and and the animatrix, 
and just the context of how because remember you, you got the matrix which is just perfect film mm-hmm. and then you got two and three and the animatrix that add context to why we're even you know how all this even came to be and blah 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 you know what i'm saying right. like the before and after part right, right. that adds the context so uh, we would need to do those two. We could do the before and the after on those. Like, I mean, that that could take up hours just on that end too. Like, yeah, I think that would be dope because, like I said, it, it's so funny that this movie was as good and as full as it was, considering it was it, it is kind of like a middle movie, even though it's the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and to see those other movies and tie-ins that kind of I guess fills it out. Yeah, that'd be definitely a good conversation because it's it connects very well. Like I said, they did a lot for a little movie like that. Mm-hmm. It accomplished so much. Like, yeah, usually you get one or the other. You get the good story and the bad special effects or the bad special <laughs> good story or it's too smart for its own good and you can't understand <laughs> it. It's, you know, it's just like, it just, it added so much. It yeah. did so much. In a way, the viewer was Neo as well. It was almost giving you a journey yeah. of, of a potential reality that you never knew about. It, like I said, it, right. just, it just really, in a lot of ways, it just made sense. It brought context to many things. It was really something, and mm-hmm. I'm glad I saw that movie. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I had that movie to share and to revisit, and I'm glad that you know people saw that, and it, and it changed them in a way as, as well. It doesn't happen enough. So when yeah. it does happen, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you really um, respect and appreciate being a part of that. Well, I appreciate our conversation, man. Is there um, anything else you would like to, to leave on? You know, just check the movie out again. Look at it with like an open mind and, and, and just, you know, take in all of the little subtleties, the symbolism, the allegory, um, just everything that you wouldn't think is something. It actually it is something, you know, from the character names, Agent Smith, like the most random name, but you know, you got so many Agent Smith, you know, just all those little key little, you know, details means something. And so just, yeah, just, I, I just would say, just watch it again, enjoy it, embrace it, and, and just enjoy the ride that it's going to take you on and the ride that it can take you on when you actually start talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess what, what he said, you know, <laughs> I can't, I, you know, I I couldn't put it better. Like I said, I like to say, like, uh, I appreciate this conversation with you. It's been a long time coming. Appreciate you as a friend and a movie enthusiast, you know, <laughs> and your insight and everything, man. I really dig our conversations. Till next time, peace. Peace.